All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Bellied Up Podcast. I'm here with Charlie Barons. Charlie, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. We're feeling good. We're doing Bellied Up to the Bar with you, my horse. As you can tell. Bellied Up to the Bar. You, do, 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 you know when Charlie's had a uh, tequila shot when he starts singing show tunes of Bellied Up to the Bar? I, we, we need a theme song. We'll How? We'll get one. We'll We've get been one. at this for so long and we don't have a theme song. We're not a real podcast until we get a theme song. All right. Well, we'll work on it. Okay. We'll workshop it. Right now, we're pull tab investing. We We've want. been doing okay here. Yeah, now, this is the no go pile, but in the go pile. 17 bucks so far. We got 14 tabs left. We'll maybe open that uh, in the middle here. It's pretty slick. It's kind of teasing me. I Jeez. feeling a little bit. Miles, here. this is actually the first time I've really noticed your wedding band. Oh, yeah. Look what do you that. think? That's a big old chunk of gold. Can I try it on? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's not going to fit, I don't think. <sighs> I got weird shaped fingers. Oh, yeah. It fits perfect. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Ah, ladies, back to memories. Yeah, ladies, <laughs> look what you could have. This eligible bachelor. Look at him. That I don't know be... if I would go gold ring. This is like the ring my dad has. Okay, really? I mean, yeah. You don't think it looks good or what? No, I do think it's like a very traditional, like, yeah. I, I just see you like, you know, got it, this on a table saw. You know, now I got to get like uh, one of those other like rings on the other hand that I feel like old guys, they uh, when do old guys get rings? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like like they got their wedding ring. And then on the other hand, they always have another ring where when do men acquire rings? Because I have no situations I'm ever going to acquire another ring. I think some fellas usually they're Italian. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've got like some like, yeah, weird, I don't know They're if it's a Freemason a, or something like that. Yeah. 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 It's either like a class ring, something Italian, maybe like an Irish, like that Colada deal. Yep. You know, well, but, how, uh, here's my question to you, Charlie. Yeah. How do you feel about class rings? Never, never, never <laughs> had one, never would get one, you know? Kind of a waste of money, don't you think? Totally waste yeah. of money. Now, look, I was a very, um, I was very not really into all that rah-rah stuff. Yeah, I don't have a class ring either. I do have a couple state championship rings, though. From oh, jeez. So. Oh, my god! I gosh. should start wearing those on the podcast. <laughs> you know how funny that would be? That'd be hilarious. Do you still have them? No, I threw them away. Well, dude, I don't know if you're keeping track of those. You well, know? they're somewhere in my basement in the tub my mom gave me of all my stuff from my childhood. Your mom gave you like yeah, your my mom calls it the baby box. Yeah, she's yeah. like, you gotta get this out of here. Yeah, I'm I like, gotta, I can't look at any. Yeah, of that. I got a couple of those. My mom, a little bit of a hoarder when it came to kid, kid stuff, stuff, especially yeah. like yeah. I mean, I wrote this one story about a squirrel when I was in second grade and. Uh, I haven't been the same since I reread it. You know, I'm like, God, how did you guys not put me in therapy after this? Did the squirrel die? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the squirrel died a lot. You know? Yeah. (laughs) The squirrel had nine lives. Yeah. uh, Well, that's actually kind of a good children's book. It is. (laughs) But but each like it's it's like each death gets more and more horrific. You know, that's kind of what I wrote. The last death is just the. Remember the old mini clip game Kitten Cannon, where they just shoot can- kittens out of a cannon onto spikes and bombs and stuff. What was that? I missed that. Kitten Cannon. I never did the Kitten Cannon. It was just like a video game where you you just shot a kitten out of a cannon and to see how far it would go. 
Uh, was sometimes it, it would bounce game? on a trampoline, and sometimes it would land on spikes. And what die. was the game? What system? It was just, Xbox? Like, it was just like a computer just internet a computer game. game. Yeah. Do you guys remember Ski Free when you would ski away from the? It's like an old '90s game. No, I don't think I know that one. I'm too old. But so, before we get into some callers here, Charlie, yeah, where are we at? Where are we at? Like Milwaukee? Oh, we're oh we're at Dale's East. <laughs> what? I tell you, how much what? tequila have you had? I had one shot, and that's it. And then typically, I don't do shots, so I might be a little loosey goosey. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're at Dale's East. And what makes beautiful, Dale's special sunny Milwaukee? Besides all the patrons oh, and the vibes, they got them three dollar hot nuts, no, Miles. No. Oh, back they got some pickleball courts. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> about them. Forgot about them. We might have to play some pickleball at the end of the day. I'll play some pickleball. Hey, I, we have uh, to do it the other day because as soon as I step on that court, drenched. I will be covered head to toe in sweat. So it's got to be the last thing I do before we leave. Otherwise, I can't come back bellied up to the bar and just start. No. I'll look like Shaq at the free free throw line, you know, <laughs> just sweat all over the bar. All right. Uh, we'll play pickleball. Uh, loser has to buy hot nuts. Okay. Are you a pickleball guy? Yeah, I like playing pickleball. How many times do you play pickleball? I played it enough. Okay, that means he hasn't played it very much. That's not true. Honestly, I was playing pickleball before people even knew about pickleball. Well, the thing is, is now they're saying it's the sport of the future. Are you buying into that? You think it could be? I'll buy into that. Okay. I like playing pickleball because you don't have to run as much. Yeah, it's way better than tennis. It's like really big ping pong. Yeah, it's or it's miniature tennis. That's true. Yeah, it's the best of both worlds. You know, and that tells you the kind of person that you're playing with. So Ann and I actually played a little pickleball on our honeymoon. Oh. <laughs> and who won? let's just say she never had a prayer. Really? Um, yeah. I mean I told her, I said, This isn't gonna go good for you. This is really you gonna You said it just like that yeah, on your honeymoon. Yep. I said this is gonna be our first marriage test. Can you handle playing pickleball with me? And to tell you what. There was a moment I thought she was going to take that ring and chuck it over the fence because I was just smoking her so bad. But really, she wouldn't know, pawn it. But <laughs> well, she would have went and picked it up. And yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So what was do you remember the score of your games? How many games did you play matches? Is we played multiple days. So did you? she did squeeze out a win once in a while there. And did she rub it into your face the way you rub it into her face? No, no, because I because. I was more mad than she was happy. Oh, um, she's goes. such a nice gal. I know. And you I are know. just such a little rascal. I'm, I'm a sore loser. I'm really bad at losing. So, <sighs> so hopefully I win. Hey, <laughs> I bet you I'll beat you in pickleball though. But you know what, Charlie? What miles? You show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. Oh, wow. Is Anne a good loser? Uh, she's not good nor bad. I just she painted him. He painted himself into a corner on that. I yeah. just walked him into that corner. Well, should we get into some colors, <laughs> Charlie? Or All right, what? let's do it. Welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. You are live on the air with me, Charlie, and him, Miles. Who is calling? Uh, this is Chandler from Southern Utah. Tim from Southern Utah. Chandler. Chandler? Is it I Chandler? heard Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chandler. It's all right. So, Charlie's had some tequila. He's... No, stop saying that, Miles. It's maybe my headphones aren't up high enough. Oh, Sorry, Chandler. 
Apologies. Southern Utah, yeah, huh? Good. I wish I had tequila. Oh, yeah. You wish you had tequila? Oh. They don't sell that in Southern Utah? Oh, Mormon country. No, it's just it's just expensive as shit down here. Uh, uh, I'm a what, broke college student, so what, I don't have any. What's a bottle of tequila go for down there? <laughs> well, the cheap stuff or the good stuff? Good stuff. That's question. The cheap stuff's probably good stuff. Well, I don't know. I never had any, but the cheap stuff's <laughs> like... $18, 20 a bottle. For that hangover? No, thank you. It's Why is it so expensive? Syntax? Uh, no, Utah, like, so you have to, in Utah, you can only buy it at a state liquor store. And then also, it's like taxed up the ass because they don't want people to be drinking. Yeah. Well, yeah. So syntax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Without saying it, yeah. Syntax. Yeah. Or you could say taxed up the ass, you know. More than one way to <laughs> skin a cat. Skin a cat. Yeah. So um, what's on your mind, Chandler? Um, so I'm calling for advice because uh, I have a few. I'm, I'm engaged. And my father is very. Thank you. My fiance's father is very LDS. And so we're talking about like wedding stuff. He's got LDS. He I'm so drink. sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's a nice guy. He's just well, he's Mormon. LDS is Mormon. Oh. I don't know if you guys know. Oh, I thought you LDS said. I thought, I thought, he was sick I thought you said it, he had IBS. I was like, yeah. I think they got supplements and stuff he can take. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he's a latter latter day saints. Yes, sir. He is. Okay. Good. For, and and that's a Mormon. I want alcohol at my wedding. Oh, I, yeah. I want alcohol at your yeah. wedding, too. How is anyone going to dance otherwise? Yeah. Exactly. Right. But how do I approach that conversation with him? Because he, he doesn't drink and he's very, you know, the LDS people don't drink and they don't really condone it. Right. So how do I approach that uh, conversation with him well, if so, he's going to be paying for the wedding? So first off, what does your fiance think of the situation? Well, she's like, well, what do we really need? She drinks, by the way. So she's being her like went to the bar this weekend. But. She's like, well, do we need it? And I'm like, well, I mean, I really like it, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna whether or not whether or not he lets me have some, I'm gonna have some, you know. There's gonna have a flask or a mini bottle or something. I oh yeah. I mean, that's what you have to be clear about. Is look, what's his name? Uh, Curtis. You just gotta say, do you call? Are you calling him Curtis or are you calling him Mister Whatever? Dad. Yeah. What are you calling? Well. Him? I don't know if I've ever actually in the three and a half years we've been dating. I don't know if I've ever actually referred to him as anything. Now I think about it. <laughs> no, that I, I know exactly thing. what you're saying. I there are too. people in my life that I've never said their name once in my life. I think specifically though, yeah. father fathers-in-law for whatever reason, it's tough to address them as anything because you go super formal. You do not want to be the first guy to tread on the call them by their first name. Well, and it's one of those things where oh, if, no. if you call your father-in-law by his first name, there's a hint of you're trying to suck up, you know? Like, what, what are you trying to pull oh, yeah. calling me? Calling me Doug. Well, what's all that about? Do you think that's sucking up or do you think it's seeing him in equal footing? And I bet he's not ready to see it. I think that there's way. a couple layers there, Charlie. Yeah. I think we're both onto something. Here. I could call him what his daughter calls him. I'd call him Kurt Dog. Kurt yeah. Dog. Ah, let's not. Yeah. If you want booze at your wedding, let's uh, hold off. Yeah. on. That. Although, why is he called Kurt Dog? Did he have another? Was he doing some before we? He was a Latter Day Saint. Was he a party animal at one point uh, in his life? 
Well, I know when, so he's always been LDS and his father used to be like the, uh, like a mission president and then like the bishop of the church at the time. He never, he's never once had a lick of alcohol. He's, he's from California. So he had friends that always went out and he, he would always be like the DD. So I think he's okay being around alcohol, but I don't think he's going to be able to pay for it. Like he's not going to be wanting to pay for it. It's like, you know, alcohol, but I know he, I have the feeling that he definitely got Kurt Dog when he was out partying, but was he drinking and doing other stuff when he's partying? That's the question. I don't know. Well, but he, apparently, if he's, he's from never California, had a lick of alcohol. If he's from California, he might have been getting Cali drunk, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. Is he into that? Oh. Oh, no. Hell, though. He, <laughs> he's a very conservative man. Okay. His, his father actually, like, got he got in trouble one time for having a fake earring in his ear back okay. in the 80s. Oh, I, man. I Kurt. hate it when my fake earring gets me in trouble. That's the worst. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, all right. He's well, in what we would call a predicament right you now, are, Charlie. You're in a pickle, fella. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Does he have to pay for the wedding? I mean, no. But, like, for example, so I'm, I'm in a graduate. I'm in a master's of athletic training program. Okay. So, I work two nights a week overnight at a grocery store, stocking shelves. My fiance is a manager at a, at a Kohl's. He's paying so, like, for the we wedding. don't have a ton of money for us to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. he's paying for the wedding. Yeah. Well, you could see if you could pay in Kohl's cash. That's just as good as money. Hey, that's not a bad that idea. Is, that is a good point. Now, you got to yeah. be able to find a venue that'll take Kohl's cash. Yeah, that's true. But here, here's the worst because it's in Utah. It's hard to find a venue that, like, does it. Like, so some of them want alcohol, and, like, the ones that allow alcohol are, like, $20,000 just for the venue and then $10,000 minimum for yeah, food. I was going to say the, the ones in, the ones in Utah that are allowing alcohol are the ones actually making money. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. They make oodles of money. Yeah. Loads of that. Dude. Yeah. Um, no, and, and it sounds like not, not only are you on an uphill battle trying to convince your conservative father-in-law to have alcohol not only that it's also very expensive in your state so it's kind of a double whammy you're up against yeah i mean we just so in southern utah we're close enough to nevada we just scurry across the border by you know we got a, a leave at leave in mesquite which is like yeah. the costco of liquor stores and you go buy like a bottle like 10 bucks you go buy yeah. a couple bottles jump back across the border bootleg them rum runners i like that bring it back to prohibition yeah. style Maybe you could have a prohibition style uh, theme for your wedding. Oh, that's good. That oh, I could. Yeah. I have a little speakeasy. I think you're speakeasy that I only tell the family, my family about. Don't tell his family. Yeah. That. Yeah. Just have a menu item for your family up at the bar, you know, and call it the. Uh, where are you from? Well, I'm from Salt Lake City. Oh, you are. Well, what they do is they have, because yeah. all the booze will be in the basement. You just say, oh, my family's bathroom is down in the basement. Then they go down there and then they come back up. And they're like, wow, that family really got to pee. Yeah. It's not a bad <laughs> idea. Is there going to be. Not a bad idea. Does he drink coffee? No. Oh, dude, no. So Mormons don't drink coffee, but soda, dude, they like there's these places called Swig or like Fizz or soda shops all over the place, like every like street corner. And all the Mormon moms and all the Mormons, like they don't because they don't drink coffee. They just drink soda, like it's like water. Dude. It's it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> so okay. how's the diabetes there in uh, Utah? <laughs> Pretty high, or? Ah, uh, I mean, 
I, I've never thought about that. Like, it must be, dude. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not, this is not just a question for your wedding. This is a question for the rest of your life. You know, like you've got, uh, yeah, you're going to have you trying to talk him out of this marriage. Term? No, I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm saying this, we need to come up with a solution, not just for this wedding, but for the rest of his yeah, life. Okay. Yeah. So let's circle I back mean, you, to old you make Curtis. A good point. Let's circle back to old Curtis. What's your, let's start with the baseline of what is in your head. What are you thinking about doing? How are you going to approach it in your mind? Well, my way of approaching it is not the way that I think I should approach it. Or my fiance, I was just going to say, we'll just do it and uh, not tell him. I think he's going to find out. But that's not obviously. Yeah, yeah. He's probably going to find out. I I, I hadn't thought about it that much because I was like, well. So, okay. I'm a guy. I'm like, I don't know. I don't wedding plan. (laughs) Have you thought about deferring this to your wife or your fiance to bring it up to him first? I have, and uh, she doesn't like that idea. Because okay. she's, she's like, she's like, well, so why do we have to make a big deal out of it? I'm like, hey, well, so my family is like Hispanic and Catholic on one side, oh. and then like, like <laughs> doesn't give a shit on the other. So like, they're gonna want to drink, and they're like this big loud Hispanic family. Like they're gonna want like beer and like tequilas, and we're gonna have a party. But Sir then that Mesa's. side, the other side is like her side. Yeah. Oh, this is. Th- I want to film is, this. This is a movie. Can we get an invite just to watch? We'll bring the beer. You know. <laughs> hey, you you send me your address. I'll send you an invite. Okay. All right. Miles, give him your address. Okay. Well. Um. So. Oh, this is such a. Cause I mean, <laughs> how often do you and Curtis chat? So he lives in Salt Lake. So he'll come down to come visit. But really, what he's coming down for is the golf. And he'll invite me, and then, like, maybe I'll be paired up with him. You know, if I'm paired up with him, we chat the whole time. God, but I re- other than that, we don't talk too much. Well, I mean, there's a straight shooter approach. You can get him on there. Maybe uh, maybe uh, give him a favorable gimme on the green, right? It might be way mm-hmm. too far for a gimme and just be like, oh, no, that's good, Curtis. You're good. So then he's feeling good about getting his uh, gimme birdie in the on the scorecard. Then maybe that's some between the green and the next hole. Just casually throw it out there might be a good way to do it. Yeah, I could also open it up by cracking a beer of my own because I've never even—I don't think he knows I drink. I can just walk up and crack a beer, like, "Hey, you know about like our wedding? Maybe I should have some of this, you know, and oh, give them a bush lattes and try and warm them up to that idea." You know what? That's not a bad idea. I think let's let's take this back to the good book, huh? I think, um, you know, you and Curtis should sit down with the Bible, and I think you should read the story of Jesus's first miracle. And um, what were they doing? They were at a wedding, the wedding of Cana. <laughs> and what happened? They they weren't having any alcohol there, right? Or they ran out? They ran out of alcohol. They ran out of wine. And you know what Mary said? Mary looked at Jesus, and she says to Jesus, Jesus... We're out of wine. I can't stand these people sober. We need more wine is what Mary said. <laughs> and Jesus requests or um, Mary requested Jesus that his first miracle, the miracle that will live on for thousands and thousands of years, be turning water into wine. This is so ingrained 
Now, do they have a different Bible, Mormons? I was going to say, do they believe in Jesus? Oh, so that's where it gets tricky. So, so they have the Book of Mormon, which is a, oh, it's God. not, it's, it's like an, it's like a, it's like a, a Bible part three, right? Because you have Old Testament, New Testament, and the Book of Mormon's like Bible part three. Diet. But also in that water to wine thing, I don't know if they believe that because when they do a sacrament, it's with water. Okay. Well, d- okay. Wait, I think you should start by reading that book. You know, um, th- that Mormon book. Uh, could- I don't recommend that. That sounds like a nightmare. I mean, well, I mean, you, it, it, oh yeah. Hey, Charlie, why don't you sit down and just read the whole Bible? Well, does that sound fun, Charlie? Just, just, just how much time do you think he's had? He's doing overnight. Okay, get a PDF, Control F it, and search for wine. Okay, <laughs> there you go. And then find all the <laughs> wine passages. And then, you know, you're a lawyer now. Come up with your um, your thought process. I mean, you could change this man's mind about his whole thing. This could save you for Christmases to come. Do they believe in Christmas? Yeah. I mean. Oh, oh really? Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, there's a lot of weird things Mormons do. I don't, yes, know, <laughs> I don't know a lick about Mormonism. I don't know anything other than they don't drink. Well, I, I'm or have any fun. You- <laughs> That's the only thing I know. Oh, no, about. They, they have they, they have fun. Their fun is like getting together and uh, drinking soda <laughs> and yeah, having a thousand kids, and then you know just going playing outside and saying, "Oh, this is a great day." We just yeah. go crazy like like I said, they hate fun. So. Yeah, I think I think you sent Kurt Dog this podcast after it's up and published, and then uh, then he'll see it from your perspective. Well, here's the deal. I mean, Ooh. just because. <laughs> Just because half the family is Mormon, okay, but the other half is Catholic, all right? And you can't just, you it, it, when you marry, uh, you got both sides have to blend a little bit. Oh, so. here we go. I got it. Okay. I got it. Okay. That was just stolen so, from Miles' great yes, idea. Here we go. Dude, you have it in your back pocket. Just say that it is a requirement for your parents to have alcohol there. And you just don't even say that you, you'd be like, you know what? I want to respect what you guys got going on, but my dad and mom are really, really want me to have booze. You know, what should we do? What, is oh. there anything we can do? Put well, it, you know? Yeah, but then my parents look like alcoholics. Well, I mean, they're Catholic. So yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to say well, that. Well, my parents aren't Catholic, but like the rest of my family. Oh, okay. But for like, the purposes of this they, they, conversation. They, 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 we're like... Curtis doesn't need to know they're not Catholic, okay? Yeah. You guys go to church at least yeah. one time before the deal. Oh, I think that's your move. Put it on your family and say, I'm getting a lot of pressure from that my side of the family. Curtis, my guy, Kurt Dog, is there anything we can do? I want to respect your guys' family, but I also want to respect mine, and they're very insistent that they want to to have some tequila at this wedding. What do I do? I think he might be a little more understanding if you take that approach. Maybe. Is honesty honesty a big value in the Mormon Book of Mormon? I uh, I don't know, uh, because that's a good question. Try to find a way to... They're honest people. They're just not always the most straightforwardly nice people. They're very judgmental, but other than that, they're, they're gen- honesty generally. That's what you do, dude. Just generally, uh, start ripping on your own family to Curtis and be like, God, they're alcoholics. They need booze at this. My hands are tied, Kurt. What do I do? I don't know what to do, man. And I think he'll change his tune a little bit. 
Doesn't it say, <clears throat> excuse me, doesn't it say in the Bible to not be judgmental? It's the Book of Mormon is what he knows, though. We I'm don't sure know what's I, in the Book of Mormon. Okay, control F in that PDF and hit judgmental. <laughs> Find that passage. You know, you got to use the that, that book uh, in your favor. I'm sure, it, look, all these, every religious text says a lot of things. You can believe whatever you want to believe by finding any passage and seeing, say, it says it there. So just find the things that back your point. I mean, that's what all these like, you know, silly people do when they're holding up the protest signs. You know, they just cherry pick something in their Bible or whatever. You cherry pick now. That's a two way street, friend. I'm sure there's something in there about wine or not being a judgmental prick or whatever. You know, show them that passage and get some booze yeah. at your wedding. Yeah, Call first the day. butter them up. Maybe yeah. get them get them an ice cold Dr Pepper in him and in his belly, and then just start buttering them up and start throwing passages at them, and then just blame your family. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Is that uh, what? What's his soda of choice? I think it's Doctor. Well, all Mormons is Doctor Pepper. Oh, they actually? love their Doctor Pepper. No, no, no. It's got oh, twenty three yeah. flavors. Dude. Back, no, back, guys, back up the truck. There's caffeine in Doctor Pepper. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. It's not, yeah. They drink caffeine. They just don't drink coffee. Okay. Whoa, whoa, is, whoa. Okay. There's a theory that I have behind that one. The, there's a theory I have behind that because when Brigham Young came to Salt Lake City. They settled and everything, and there's a theory that a Jewish family opened a coffee shop, and then he was racist, so he told all the Mormons they can't drink coffee, so the Jewish coffee shop would go out of business. Wow. Wow. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Yeah. So the, 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 there's something wrong with the coffee bean? No, it's a political Well, it's because they don't right. have hot caffeinated beverages. You can't have hot caffeinated beverages? I'm sorry. Yep. Someone's going to have to really do the math on this. I don't know who th these people are. Um, and I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to be judgmental on anything, <laughs> but I'm confused as a, as someone who's interested in logic. What the flying frick, man? Jeez yeah. Louise. I've been in Utah my whole life and I still don't understand. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. But hey, that's their life, you know? Well, just use <laughs> but, Socratic method. Yeah. Just use Socratic method. Just ask him, so we can't have coffee. Why? And then, uh, and then if they say it's hot, and then why is hot caffeine better than cold caffeine? I don't, I don't, what about a I nice coffee? I don't think attacking him about his religious beliefs. Is I'm not the attacking. Way I just want answer. I seriously would like the answers to these questions. This makes no freaking sense. I'm just asking for a little bit of logic. That's all I'm asking for. Just a little logic in this whole situation. Yeah, I mean, getting I don't steamed know. up I over here. Like, you know what? I'm all I know is so go ahead. I went, to, I went to school in Missouri my freshman year of college. And a lot, of, a lot of people are like, oh, you're Mormon. They all got all these little like, little like rumors they hear. But also in Missouri, uh, it was legal to kill Mormons until like 1980. So well, that's not right either. A lot of sketchy stuff. Well, yeah, no, but <laughs> how the hell is that legal? It's legal to kill. Yeah, I'm not saying kill anybody. You know, I don't know. Well, no, I think but they, but they got this some crazy things they got to be thinking to get people to want to do that. I, I would just like some logic in all of this yeah. whole freaking thing. You know what? I think so I'm going to play a little bit of middleman Dan here and say, you know what? I don't care what anyone believes in. 
Um, you can believe whatever you want to believe. That's fine. But you got to also, they got to meet you halfway. If you're, you and your family want to drink, they got to also be okay with that. You know, if you're going to be okay with some of the stuff yeah. that they're throwing at you, they got to be a little okay with yeah. what you got going on. Well, that's all I'm saying. By the way, I just want a dollar and pull tape. Um, it, I don't mean to get all steamed up about like the, the Mormon situation, but I just I, I get confused when there's not a lot of logic attached to some of this stuff. I just that's it. I'm confused. Oh, yeah. That's all. And, and I, whatever. You're right, Miles. Whatever you want to believe, I could give two shits. Yeah. But, you know, it's just let's bring something into it that where we all know the rules. Oh, what are oranges? I just won with oranges. Five dollars. Five bucks. Good news. All right. Well, I think my advice, I don't know what Charlie's advice is. I you got you got a little worked up there. Maybe gather your thoughts. I'm just confused. <laughs> I the, the I thought Mormons didn't drink caffeine at all and now you're telling me cold caffeine Well, for cripes sakes. You know, it's just Oh yeah. Um I think you just play the hey, my family would love to have some alcohol at this. I don't know what to do. My hands are tied. If you could say my hands are tied, he'll love that, I think. Because, I mean... Well, oh, yeah. That can sound erotic in some situations. Well, not with you when you're talking about your family. It's not erotic. Okay? Charlie? Okay. What do you think? I think that's some good advice. I mean, definitely... It's definitely better than when I was going to do. Yeah, so. I mean, just not... just just blindly lying to his face and then him showing up might be fireworks, you know? So I think maybe give at least a warning shot. Well, I know I'm his favorite of his, uh, his, uh, son-in-law. So that's, I wouldn't say that. Is that because you're lying to him and telling him you're not drinking? (laughs) Um, well, I don't lie to him. I just don't. Um, Yeah. One another dollar. I drink alcohol. Say that again. He's never asked me if I drink alcohol. They stare at my tattoo sometimes, but, uh, you know. Well, I think that that's your move, man. I I don't know what else to tell you. My hands are tied in this situation. So what do you want me to tell you, you know? No, that's great advice. Just push the blame on to someone else. Yeah. Just, Just blame someone else over and over again. That's how you get through life. So. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling in. Best of luck. Yeah. You and Kurt. Oh, thank you. Conversation. I'm going to have to. Oh, yeah. Cool. Charlie off here. after I'm this. T- I'm totally segment. cool. And by the way, I just want to say I, if you're Mormon, whatever, I, I don't really care. I just I learned some new information and I was just flabbergasted by it. That's all. I'm just it takes me a while to process. And sometimes I process emotions in a weird way. And maybe it was a little judgmental. So maybe I'm you know, maybe I'm on the wrong tree. OK, yeah, I'm yeah, just going to climb down a few. Uh... Maybe you just need to cool off with some jolly good. Yeah, yeah there you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no caffeine in that. Hey, maybe oh. maybe Jolly Good found yeah. a new market. Maybe they got to head to Utah. Yeah, by the way, you, you guys should get them to sell Tippy Cow out here. They don't, I've never been able to find it at any well, liquor stores out here. We'll I, talk to Mr. Cow, see what we can do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good, hey. man. Well, thanks for calling in. Yeah, tell Kurt Dog we do says hi, and, and, and sorry if we got a little heated on this. Send him this podcast so he knows how sorry we are. I will do. Well, you guys watch out for deer out there. Okay, you too. See ya. That's a tough situation. I, dude, I, I, 
I'm I'm confused on the whole. The, the, yeah. I really want to get into that story on the coffee and whatnot, and you know. Uh, that hey, that's your investigative journalism. That's coming the investigative right journalism. It just smells fishy to me. That's all. Uh, Miles, what does it mean if you win? Here, like, I'm gonna do the rest of mine. Well, hang on. I won with all lemons, and this says two dollars total, right there. What yeah, is you won two bucks. But I also what won. you want is three deer. You don't want three bucks. You don't want the lemons. Well, I won with the lemons, and then also the two bucks. No, that's just what you won. I won a buck rush just now. The cherries. Let me see. Oh, yeah, you won. Oh, and just you won one dollar. Whatever the yellow square says, Charlie, is what you won. Oh, it's on every single. Oh, I get it. I get it. I, like, never look at the one that's not a winner. You know, that's why. All right. Another buck. There are a lot of winners. Did he handpick these for us or what? Can we do two types of guys who pull pull tabs? Like, well, watch how Miles does it. Oh, just blows his whole load right away. You know, not me. I like each one individually. Charlie's kind of a foreplay guy when it comes to pull tabs. No, because you look, Miles, you can get really excited about each one and then disappoint. You know? All right. Nothing. Nothing. I think we won 20 some bucks. So we'll have to maybe reinvest. I think that's a good idea. Right, By the way, shout out to Dale from Dale Z's because he gave us $50 worth of pull tabs. So you guys get in here, invest in some hot nuts and give that, you know, pay it forward. Dale gave us 50 bucks and, you know, we're going to leave a nice tip. But, you know, I just want everyone to know how generous Dale is here. Good, good guy. Good, good guy. Let's take another call. Okay, sounds good. Welcome to the Belly to Podcast. Who are we chit-chatting with today? Hey guys, it's Anton. I'm from Montreal. From oh. Montreal. Say your name again. I, I missed that. Anton. Anton from Montreal. How you doing, yeah. Anton? You, you long time listener, first time caller. Oh, well, thank you very much, Anton. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Belly on up to the bar with us. Let us know what's on your mind. I'm a young guy. I'm 22, and I'm uh, working in construction. I'm a carpenter. Good for you. But uh, you see the old and. Uh, I come from uh, the French part of Canada, so all these French Quebecers, they're always pissed off at their job. The old guys from uh, different trades, they tend to be a little rude. So I'm asking, like, how do I handle with, uh, those old guys? Okay, so you're wondering, you work in construction, you're wondering how you handle the old crabby guys at the, bo- at the job site. Is that correct? Yeah. The ones that come to work just because they don't want to see their wives at home and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anton, you have called the right place because I don't know if you know this, but Miles is a construction expert. And well, by expert, I mean he's been to several job sites and pissed off a lot of his bosses. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I grew up working construction for my dad. My dad owned the business. Um, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It's these guys that come to work and all they do is bitch about their wives at home, what they let them do, what they don't let them do. All that is, is, does that sound a little familiar? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they bitch and like, you know, like to me, it's like the different trades there. I'm asking me because they see them young. They try to like be like, uh, try to bring the power they don't have at home on the job site. Okay, a little man syndrome, as we like to call that. LMS. Yeah, like, 
being six three doesn't help them. Oh, you, so you're six three, is what you're saying? Yeah. So they get like, and we're all short most of the time. It's the the short ones that are usually rude. <laughs> so we hit the nail on the head. No pun intended. Yeah, they just see that. you as a tree to <laughs> chop down. That's what they see. Okay. Well, I think the first thing I'm going to ask is. What, uh, give me an example of something that they're trying to be a little man syndrome about to you. Right. So, uh, let's see, uh, the concrete guys, they got to level out the, the slab of the building. Like he's coming into like four a certain, in a certain area, but my drywall is like right next to it. Comes up and he starts yelling at me, oh, your drywall and your drywall scraps. I'm going to throw this across the room if uh, you don't move it. Wow. So I told him like. You want to be a fucking idiot, throw shit around, go ahead. Okay, so the passive-aggressive approach would be have your boss send the concrete company invoices for all the stuff that they're throwing around. <laughs> that could be a good idea, yeah. but I don't that'll, want to bring up... Uh, that'll get them in trouble real fast if they're... The if I know anything about a concrete boss... As soon as they start losing money, that's when shit really starts to straighten up around there. So you start costing the company money, their boss is going to get on them about leaving you alone. Could be a good way to do it. You know what's kind of a fun What What could be kind of fun? You should could casually just go up to them and say, uh, hey, man, how tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> and how tall, how tall is he do you think he is? Oh, He's like five five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How, how's the weather down there? <laughs> or or wait. Pretty shitty. Right now it's raining. <laughs> oh, I know. I thought he meant. Uh, yeah, I, I missed him the throw. No. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. So, what's this little man's name? Oh, I don't even know his name because we don't work uh, for the same companies. Okay. Well, when he comes I'm over sure. to you, ask him how tall he is. And then when he says he's five five, so when he says he's five seven, say no way, I'm five eight. There's no way you're five seven. There you go. You know, <laughs> you could also mention how small his hammer is. You know, that's good. Yeah, yeah that would be good. Yeah. Um, another thing you could do is just get in a chest bumping match with them. Right. Everyone's all talk <laughs> until you start getting your chest bumped out. You start going against each other. Then they back down pretty fast, especially and, when you can just pick your foot up and stomp them down into the ground. You know? Yeah. And you're going to have to. Yeah. BC, the thing is about chest bumping matches, like at this job set, especially with the French Quebecers, there's been a couple of fights already on the job site. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, okay. chest yeah. bumping like will get me into a fight. Yeah, and okay. if you do a chess match with him, you're also going to have to squat down low, yeah, so I don't know get if down that's... on your knees, and then, yeah. you've, then you've given up the the high ground, it's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. What What is the, uh, the, the difference in the uh, very, like, do you guys speak French on the job site there? Or do you speak English oh, yeah. primarily? It's French on the job site. Like the guys barely know English, so sometimes to piss them off, I speak to them in English. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. You're already on it. It's just nothing makes someone more mad than when you're talking to them in a language they don't understand, because it's like they don't know what to do. <laughs> so what are you saying? You could be telling them that he looks cute, and he wouldn't know. Well, sometimes I chirp them. I tell them like, "Oh, your boots, your boots look awfully clean. Or you must be a boss or something. That'll work." <laughs> I like that. If I know anything about construction workers, there's always a pissing match on who works harder. 
So if you say that he's not oh, working yeah. hard, that'd be good. Um, yeah, you could also just go the approach and just start hitting on him. That usually makes guys get, <laughs> you know, just be like, ooh, you're looking really trim and fit today. I love that look you got. It's kind of cute, and he's going to be like, Get him all insecure. Yeah, exactly. Tell him that you love his new haircut and all that, and he'll back down pretty fast. Uh, they're usually bald. So or he'll be that. into it. You no never know. There. Yeah, maybe he's hiding in insecurity. Yeah, maybe into it. What do you think, Charlie? What should he do? Um, so I think, um, can you teach us how to swear in French? Oh, when they usually swear, they're like, they say uh, French Quebecer, the biggest swear word, the most popular one is tabarnak. Tabarnak. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Like tabernacle. Like that's a, that comes from the Catholic yeah. thing. They taught me that. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's, they swear like... It, it, it comes from the you. Oh. You were an altar boy, right? Oh. Yeah, that's what. Tab, yes, yeah. T- I went there one time, and and I they taught me that that, that finding that tabernacle, huh? Yeah, they like swear like uh, or like Christ or just anything that is related to church. Thing, I swear those are the main swear words. Wow, yeah, that's something to dig into. Could also too. just go the prank route, right? When he's working, and right before you know, you go to where his truck is at, maybe put the e brake on. Or uh, turn his or turn his heat on high, you know. That's always gets nothing gets someone more mad than when they're already hot and sweaty, and then they get more hot and sweaty. That'll really piss them off. That's yeah. a good way to do it. Put the beaver heater on the yeah uh, in the car. Yeah, maybe rearrange his toolbox so he can't find anything. That would be infuriating. Oh, you know what you can do? You can put. So you guys are thinking fighting fire with fire? <laughs> oh yeah, that's how that's how us Americans do it, baby. Put, fight, fight fire with fire. You know what you can do is you can wrap every um, one of your tools, you know, to mark your tool, just wrap it in like a green tape or something and just don't mention it. Just have it there for a week. And then one day when he's not looking, wrap all his tools in your color tape, you know, and then just tell him that he's he's yeah. stealing your tools. You could also you're a drywall guy. That's what you said. Yeah. So you could take one of your markers or pencils or something and write a line at like six feet tall and put a big line there. It says must be this tall to talk shit. And then every time he says something, you just point to the line on the wall. That would really get him mad. Or like rather than going through all the trouble, I should just put my hand over like as if I'm looking into the distance and ask, am I hearing something? There you go. Never, <laughs> never meet his eye line. Just look over his head the whole time. <laughs> well, that's a good way to get kicked in the pecker, I suppose. That's that's what you got to worry about. Yeah. That's where that's where he, his punch zone is. They're all there. I mean, so obviously you're not going to be on this job site forever. So you also could just do the route of, you know, just ignoring them until you go to a different job site. You know. Yeah, but um, I like to kind of instigate sometimes so i think i'm like chirping here and there you know but uh yeah i would definitely go with uh must be this this tall to talk shit i think is a really really good one (laughs) now if you really want to fix it you could actually try to be friends with him you could like actually like put yourself down a few pegs and say sorry i don't know what i'm doing i'm new here you know i'll 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 help you let him kind of get the thing so you become you know, his buddy. And then it might be a better workplace environment. That'd be a lot less fun. But, uh, you know, it's an option. Hey, look, 
Charlie, like, uh, over here, if you say that you're the new guy, nobody's going to like you. Nobody likes the new guys. Yeah, that is true. You don't want to be a tackle box. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think the other thing, too, is, 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 like, if he doesn't like where you put your stuff, just tell him to move it himself then. I don't want time. He was yelling, he's like, you need to move this stuff. I told him, tell me to get it moved. Call my boss. Tell your boss to talk to my boss, and <laughs> maybe he'll talk to me, and then maybe we'll get it moved. Yeah. But until then... I don't work for you. Yeah, there you go. Have have your people call my people. That's a good power move. <laughs> I like that. Well, I think we gave you a lot of different uh, possibilities here. Do you have any uh, follow-up questions, things that are still, you know, lingering in your dome there? Yeah, since um, uh, I got in finally, like, uh, on the call, I'm thinking, what's the best color jig and rubber to use for walleye? Oh, glad you asked. This so is right a Charlie now, question. Here you go, Charlie. Right now, it's just up north, not too far from you. I was smelling your smoke. I was that far up north. And um, Canadian wildfires, that I was the it, reference. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah. so what I was doing was beetle spins with a red uh, rubber on it. So, uh, you know, beetle spin deal with the red uh, little rubber tail on the end, hammering walleyes with them. Um, and my cousin oh, yeah. actually was up there this weekend also just doing it. So I, that's what I would go with. Um, now, by the time this and the reason I'm so forthcoming with this information is we record these um you know, podcasts uh, a bit before they be released. So by the time it's out, this information will be useless. It'll be a little bit uh, colder, probably. So it might be a different thing. But if you want to get them, I'd try that. I'd try the red beetle spins. Yeah, I never used them, but I have them. Yeah, uh, give, give them, them a shot. Give them a go. Nice fast retrieve, given that it's summer. You know, they're they're moving fast and everything like that. Unless it's a blazing hot day, and then maybe slow it down a little bit of a rip. But yeah. Get it going and send us some walleye picks. I'd love to see what you get up there. Oh, we get like last Monday I went fishing and we caught like I think 18. Ooh. 18 walleyes. Holy smokes. What lake yeah, were you? Yeah, that's the limit. No, this is on the river. Oh, it's on the river. river. And what were you using? I was a uh, half ounce jig, like no matter the color, with like a white mist twister. Oh, hey. got that white mist twister on there. Okay. Hey. I like it. And you got them all with that, huh? All with that. Or sometimes you use worms. Depends. Oh, sure. How they're feeling. Yeah. Yep. Toss one of them. Drag it along the bottom. Wait for it to bump. Open the bale. Let it pull for a minute. Set the hook. Bam. Launch. Love it. Yeah. God, I love it. I want to go fishing now. Yeah. Well, Anton, thanks for calling in, man. This was great. Uh, hopefully, uh, maybe one of those tips can help you manage dealing with those concrete guys. Those concrete guys are bastards sometimes. Yeah, I'll let you know uh, if he gets all red and mad. <laughs> I hope he does. <laughs> maybe he might grow a couple inches with all the anger. We'll see. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Well, all thanks right. for calling in and uh, good luck. Yeah, All right. we'll talk to you soon. Good luck with Thanks, them all eyes. Have a drink for me. All right, we will. Bye-bye now. Charlie, you know what I love about construction? What's that, Miles? It doesn't matter what, ing- what uh, language you speak. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Everyone acts the same. It's kind of like the Catholic Church in that way. You <laughs> could go to a church in any country and kind of know every, what's going and on. Everyone's going to sit in the back. No one's sitting up front. Yeah, everyone's going, and they're all going to leave. You know, right shortly after, after communion. communion. Yep. yep. Yeah, I could tell you guys were really. I mean, even 
though he was a French speaker in native tongue, you guys were communicating. Well, I should have told him my last name is Montpellier. I was oui, going to oui. ask about your French. Un croissant. Oui, oui. How's Babel coming along? Uh, it's um, stagnant at the moment. Okay. Um, but we'll get it. Take another caller. Let's do it. You know what I like doing sometimes when the weather's hot or when it's cold or when it's rainy outside or snowing? What about sunny? That too. What do you like to do? What I like doing is putting some ice in my glass and shaking my ass. But what's in the glass is some tippy cow. Okay. Tippy cow gets the motion moving. So you're saying that Tippy Cow gets those hips loosened up for you and you just start uh, cutting a rug or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go to a chiropractor to get realigned or you could just have a little bit of Tippy Cow. <laughs> there you now, go. I must say that's, that's not medical advice. That's not medical advice at all. You know, if you have Tippy back Cow problems. Tippy Cow did not ask us to say that. No, yes. I, that just came out the old uh, pie hole here. So anyways, I do like Tippy Cow, though. It's a fantastic what, concoction. What's it? I'm just closing my eyes and I'm picturing Charlie at a bar with a glass of tippy cow with a karaoke mic in his hand what is your go-to tippy cow karaoke song Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one that's a good one dancing queen okay i figured you were a dancing uh-huh. queen gets nothing, me right there. nothing gets those hips loosened up nothing turns you into a dancing queen more than tippy cow so guys if you would you also like if you'd like you to also be a dancing queen tip it on back Hi, my name's Hillary. Hillary, what's going on? Where are you calling from? Um, so I'm in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I actually just moved down from Anchorage, Alaska. Okay. What brought you to Idaho? <laughs> Welcome to the mainland. Thanks. Thank you. Um, nice to chat with both of you. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? I didn't think I'd get through. Oh, well, well, here you are. Here I am. Uh, yeah. So what's going on with me is um, I currently work as a global event manager with the World Poker Tour, and I'm looking for a career change. Okay. Well, hold on. Why? Why? <laughs> first of all, what do you do for the World Poker Tour? What's your current job, and why are you looking to change? <laughs> so I'm a global event manager. So I essentially travel, um, set up events, start, finish, travel to the locations, and put on the tournaments. And why you and I'm <laughs> um, hopefully no one listens to this. That works at the World Poker Tour. Nobody um, listens at all. Is, oh, stop! That's not true. Um, it's, uh, it's not the best working environment. Um, I'll leave it at that. No, uh, let's not dig really into that thing. a little bit. Let's just let's just see what's under the hood there. Why isn't it the best working okay, environment? Well, hold on, before we get into this, that, um, that, makes, that makes me sad. <laughs> you know, I hear you're working for. No, the- it's okay. Hold on, let, let me backtrack. It is a great company. It's it's awesome in a lot of ways. It has taught me a lot for sure. But there's not a whole lot of uh, separation between work and life. Like this weekend, I think I had 84 work messages just on Saturday. Um, oh my. Yeah. So I work, yeah, I work an average of like 50 to 60 hours when I'm not on site. And then when I am on site, my days are like 14 to 18 hours. Okay. So you want to live <laughs> yeah. to work, not work to live. 
Exactly. Yeah. That's you wanna? Exactly no, the opposite, Charlie. Live to work. No, no, yeah. Oh, wait. You want to work, work to live. live. No, work to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. He had another yeah. tequila shot. Yeah, I apologize. Maybe that's what I should be doing right now. I don't know. Hey, you never know. Well, that's my question. You know, you hear the, you know, the gambling uh, industry here. You know, is there a lot of play going on with work or is it strictly business? Uh, it's a lot of business. There's definitely like if I build in, um, you know, additional travel, like before or after the event, I get to kind of go and explore. But I'm personally not a big gambler. Like I'm horrible at poker. I'm a, I have a terrible poker face. So I'm more just there. Like when I'm on site, it's mostly just work. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So you're looking to, for a career change. What do you got, mm-hmm. what do you got in yeah. mind right now of maybe something that you got your eye on? Yeah, so I used to work in tourism and travel, but with COVID that kind of, you know, killed that industry for a little bit. So potentially moving back to something like that, um, I definitely want it to be remote still. I don't like wearing like real pants to work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Play games are great. <laughs> yeah, no one likes wearing real pants, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so maybe transitioning into something like that, working more like back in the tourism. I don't know, maybe I should start a podcast. You guys have advice? Yeah, oh, I see. She is, she's looking for some podcast <laughs> yeah, advice. Well, First of all, if you want to be drinking on Monday afternoons and start a podcast, but if you don't, then maybe it's <laughs> not a game for you. I don't know. She's on board with this, okay. you know? What do you have a do you have your best friend in the whole wide world that you can think of? Um yeah, but I don't know if they would start a podcast with me. So maybe, that's maybe perfect. Sure. Find your fifth best okay. friend in the whole wide world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and start a podcast okay. with them. What would your podcast okay, be perfect. about? Oh god. Um I am back in the dating world so maybe something along the lines of that back in the dating world and was it courtney is that what you said did i remember that right no wait what what what's your name again Hillary. 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 I was so far away. He's had some tequila. Both ended in a Y. All right, Hillary. Sorry, I don't have the names right in front of me. If they say them, you know, they boom right out of my mind. So, Hillary, okay, let's get the dating profile out there, okay? Uh, what are oh, we God. looking okay. for? Well, let's, well, hey, let's pretend we're doing a dating podcast. Now. That's that's true. Oh, my God. Hillary, you're the host. All right. Kick it off. Kick it off, okay. Hillary. All right. Um, God. Uh, so got out of a six year relationship recently and I am first time on a dating site. So just experiencing that. So just kind of, I guess the podcast would be about, uh, adventures in dating or misadventures in dating. All right, here we go. The name of the podcast is adventures in dating. Start us off on our first episode. Okay. Um, Oh God. Uh, (laughs) It's very simple, Hillary. You just introduce yourself, say the name, Adventures of Dating, and then... Introduce your co-host. Yep, your co-host, that'd be us. Okay, so this is Hillary. I'm starting a podcast called Adventures in Dating. This is my fifth best friend that's joining me on this podcast. Hey, Charlie. And we're going to talk about... (laughs) 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Charlie. Oh, oh I just Charlie, wanted to say hi. Charlie's That's your fifth best fifth friend. Fifth best friend. And sixth best friend, Miles, is also here, Hillary. Don't forget about him. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Charlie and Miles, um, I'm, I'm back in the dating world after, you know, six-year relationship. And wow. I've been on this new, like, I know. Yeah. The whole dating app thing is a little bit crazy, trying to get used to it. Do you guys have any advice? Do you have any experience well, in that? Well, Share know, with our listeners. Yeah, I know Charlie does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hillary. So, yeah, you know, I got back in the dating pool a while back ago, you know, got out of a... That six year marriage. Um, and, um, you know, that's how it goes, you know? So, so let me ask, um, was it, uh, was it, uh, who broke up with who? Uh, I broke up with him. Okay. okay. It was just, and what was not working? What was not working? Um, a lot. Uh, I just, there, I, I don't, I don't want to throw him under the bus. Um, there's just, not the nicest person when he drinks. We'll just leave it at that. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. That yeah. is, that's an issue. Definitely an issue. So sorry yeah. to hear about that. But so for your next fella, okay, give mm-hmm. us the specs. Uh, let's, let's start with, okay. uh, do you have height restrictions? Um, I mean, I'm five seven, so maybe someone taller than me. Um, Wait, you I'm said you're what? Five picky. seven. Five seven. Okay. Five seven. So I thought yeah. you said size. Seven. So, I was like, what? Yeah, that's not what I meant. <laughs> okay, five foot seven inches tall. You're looking for someone five eight or above. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So five eight or above. Um, I'm in my early thirties, so someone around that age. I would go up like. I don't know, like 42, 43. Okay. Uh, wow. Older gentleman, not scaring you away. Looking for a 42 year old oh, I, short king is what yeah, she's looking for. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> hey, um, you guys are really setting the bar high there. No, we are. Can we just put a pin? Can I ask why wouldn't you want to date someone who is shorter than you? Why uh, do you think that's something that many women want is to date someone that's taller than them? Um, you know, I just, my last boyfriend was like six, three. I don't know. I guess I'm just used to like uh, taller guys, um, maybe same height. I, but yeah, I do think that's kind of something I I don't know. I know that's not very nice. No, 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 no. It's it's, maybe same height. Okay. Something. So you were, okay. Same height. Got it. And what kind of qualities are you looking for in this gentleman? Um, so I really like being outside. So like backpacking, hiking, someone that's into that. Um, I'm a big fan of hockey. So if they can play hockey, that's definitely a bonus. Okay. You're looking for some lettuce then. You want a guy with a nice full head of hair. Nice. Do you, is hair important to you? Yes. Okay. Why'd you like such a jerk? No, No. this is personal preference. Everybody's got preferences, Hillary. We want to get yours out there. This is the adventures and dating podcast. This is what it's all about. Yeah. Don't start settling before you've even found a fella, you know? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Describe. Uh, Yes. Oh, go ahead. Hair is important. Yeah. Great head of hair. What's an ideal height? Is it just an inch above you or is it I'm I'm getting specific. She was being polite when How she How tall said, are you, Charlie? Okay. Six Honestly, one. ideal height would be like 
Five eleven or taller. Five eleven or taller. There we go. All right. Welcome to the new segment here on the Adventures of Dating podcast. Let's build that dating profile. What are you gonna put in your bio, Hillary? What is your go-to line? That I travel a lot for work, but I'm always up for an adventure and love being outside. Well, that's I can get dirty, but I can also dress up. I don't know. There we go. There we go. Now we're getting somewhere. You just said you can get dirty, but you can also dress up. Okay. And by hold on, let me preface this. By get dirty, I mean like go outside and get dirty. That's what I was thinking. But no, but we don't want to put that in your. We don't wait. 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 No. No. We don't want to put that in your profile because we want to leave some mystery. Right. They want okay, to have right, to ask. Right. They want to have to ask about what do you mean by getting dirty? You know, so okay. that's a good way to okay. start. Don't get too much information in the bio, otherwise they're gonna swipe the other way if they think that it's something else. So that's a good way to start it, I think. Okay. okay. All right. What else are you putting in there? Um, I don't know. They usually have like some sort of prompted question, right? Uh, Two truths and a lie. Let's see. I've been arrested. I uh, have been to Antarctica, and I've had a run-in with a black bear. Okay. Those those are great, actually, by the way. You should definitely have a dating podcast. That That is a great... Okay. All right. Done. Um, That's my new career. Okay. Which one do you think is a lie? I think that she's never been arrested. That's what I was thinking, too. No, I got arrested when I was 17 for peeping a house. I've for never been to Antarctica. Peeping <laughs> a house? Well, see, you're, you were in Alaska, so I figured you'd been to Antarctica. I feel like those go hand in hand. Well, it's know? opposite side of the globe. I know, Miles. but that's like how it goes, right? Like, I suppose. You go. You only travel the same distance as you are north, right? So I'm in North Dakota, so as far as I travel south is Arizona. Uh-huh. So, you know, all whole thing. Yeah, but. you can only get up to Canada. Yeah. Um, well, that's um, okay. So you got arrested for TPing a house. That doesn't count. But I you know did. what? Okay. Right. Okay. All right. No, it's um, fine. It's fine. No, I'm it's, sorry. Okay. Right. I, I shouldn't negate okay. it. It's true. You got put in the slammer. So good for you. 17. Not oh, on the permanent uh, record, I though. I didn't. I didn't actually get put in the slammer, but I did. I have to sit on the curb with a police officer and cry. <laughs> were they actual handcuffs or did they just zip tie you? No, they were like actual handcuffs. Oh, good for you. Yeah, he you actually that... like pointed his gun at us. It was wild. Yeah. Really? Okay. Anyway. Oh, sorry. my God. Yeah. Oof. I know. He was bored. Um, <laughs> that's also, you throw that in the uh, bio. Uh, have experience okay. with handcuffs. And then you leave it up to mystery <laughs> and then they'll ask about <laughs> it. You know, that's that is definitely a way to go, Miles. Yeah, that is a good yeah. Way to go. All right, all right. Now, okay. Miles, is that going to be? Am I going to be attracting the right type of guy there? See, like, that's I mean, a good that's question. That's kind of like third date stuff. Like, I mean, you know. Wait, did we, you just we say that? That. <laughs> what she said? She said that's third date stuff. I know. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me backtrack. That conversation is third date. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got you, Hillary. Handcuffs only come out on the third date, Charlie. That's what she said. Got it. Got it. And you know what, Charlie? That's what you get here on the Adventures of Dating podcast. You get the uh, stuff that you can talk about with mom, but you also can get some of the third date talk in there as well. Boo, boo, boo. Stuff you can talk about with daddy. Um, Okay. Next question. 
That was a joke. That was a joke. Next question. Uh, what mm-hmm. is what is the best DM slide you've ever received? I would have to. I can tell you the worst. Okay, that's even funnier. That's even better. Um. Okay. I guess like the, just opening line, "Hey, baby," and I was like, "Oh no, that's a hard pass." Um. That's probably been the worst one. Yeah. Okay. What What is like? Um. So, "Hey, baby" is a no go. So, too what? Overly aggressive with that. Yeah, no, sorry. That's <laughs> I don't know. Ask a question. Like I, I like. Like, do you like uh, the ocean or do you like mountains? Like, like or I don't know. Yeah, what, or like. Yeah. What do you mean by you have experience with handcuffs? Is that a good question? <laughs> there you go. That's a perfect question. Okay, nice. I, I yeah. think she was giving that to you a little bit. You know. Um, okay. So what would so asking a question? Do you like the oceans or the mountains? I think there's a lot of fellas out here that don't know how to slide into the DM. So let's give Hillary's top three tips for DM sliding. Okay. So ask a question, like either an either or. So you guys are in the Midwest. So maybe like, I don't know, like fishing in the summer or ice fishing. Um, I guess in on the West Coast, mountains or ocean, or like where is your favorite place that you've been that you've traveled so far? Oh, I like okay. that. All, All good right. ones. All very good All ones. All right. So number one question. What's number two? Oh, wait. No, I thought those were all three questions. Well, you kind of <laughs> blended, you gave us a Midwest version and a West Coast version. So ask a question. That's a very good tip. Ask a question and give an either or. Like, you don't have time to, like, think okay. about. You don't want to, like, compose a whole thought here. You don't even know if you like this guy yet, right? Exactly. Yeah. So those are, those are my three questions. You've got Midwest. You've got West Coast. I don't know if I would date an East Coast guy, but maybe. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Finance or lawyer? I don't know. If you, I guess if you're on the East Coast. East Coasters are really taking that on the chin right now. Yeah. They, oh, sorry. There's nothing wrong with you. Like Vermont Street? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, guys, I think that's another episode of the Adventures of Dating Podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, Perfect. Okay, so I've got a lot of work to do is what you guys are doing. No, I actually, I think it's a great, uh, look, there's a lot, especially with the online dating thing that, you know, people uh, don't know or they're afraid to ask. I think you're really on to something there. And, um, okay. you know, I, and I to go back to your original question. I think you should, if you do want to do a podcast, you should definitely get a career that allows you to do that in your free time while you build that. Okay. Make some money. Don't just jump into podcasting. That's a terrible decision because it takes a long time to build an audience. And if you can expect that, just have another job. Then eventually you can get some sponsors or something. What do you yeah. think about that, Charlie? Perfect. I think, I think that- this is this is great advice. Thanks, guys. Yeah, both me and Miles held down a day job before we yep. just... Because then what happens, like, if you put all your eggs into, like, the creative basket before it really takes off... Then you kind of put so much pressure on it that you, it's no longer fun. And if it doesn't work right away, you kind of resent it and you lose the uh, whole thing. So, yeah. There's a whole like, you know, like paying rent or paying a mortgage. I have a dog. She's expensive. You know, like there's that whole thing too. So, income's kind of important. So, I'll definitely keep a day job yep. while I start my podcast. And I don't mean this in a bad way. <laughs> don't quit your day job because you got bills to pay. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Exactly. No, I don't think that's about it. <laughs> All right, Hillary. Okay. Well, well, great. Yeah. Thank you, guys. So nice talking to you, and have have fun nice. out there in your adventure to find Mister Wright. Are you on Bumble Hinge? <laughs> Which one are you on? I'm on Hinge. Hinge. Uh, Hinge is the. That's yeah. the one. If you're 30 plus, Hinge is a good spot, I think, to go. There's a little more substance okay. on that one. Yeah, you're serious. But how would right. you know, Miles? My you're brother married. gives me the lowdown. Oh, okay. He's 27, and he's always talking about prompts. He's always talking about prompt questions, so that's why I knew all about that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks for calling in, Hillary. Okay. Good luck. Thanks, and, guys. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. See ya. Watch out for deer. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye bye now. Well, Charlie, let's mark that up as another person helped. Look you know, us. we did what we could there. Yeah, you know? we really did. But um, yeah, I think and, I, I feel, hey, and I've grown. I didn't give you too much crap about being on the dating scene again. No, know, again. I knew you were leading up to it. It's like, ah, oh, Charlie's divorced. You know, screwed up oh, his whole you said relationship. It, not me. You said it, not me. So look right. at me. I've grown. You have grown. Although you've also trimmed. Okay. I mean, have you been working out? Well, he's a Charlie. That's maybe not a good opening DM line. <laughs> wow, it looks like you've trimmed recently. <laughs> well, folks, I think that's it in the books. Another episode of the Bellied Up podcast. Uh, here to answer all your questions and, uh, you know, buy, sell, and trade, whatever you got. You know, I do want to remind people of that because we, we haven't been getting a lot of buy, sell, and <laughs> trades lately. Ah, and that's my favorite part of the show. So, All right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, always tip your bartender, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Yeah.